It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Strongcast. I'm Paul Sullivan, joined with our uh, expert, <laughs> Carl Keller. How are we? Very good. Thanks for having me, Paul. No problem at all. So here we are, UFC 279. It was absolute melee, to be honest with you. One of the craziest 48 hours leading up to an event, I think, that has ever occurred. It's nothing like this has ever happened, to be honest with you. Uh, basically, all of the, it was obviously a big fight coming up with Diaz versus Kimaev. It was a bit controversial, very, very mm. difficult fight. Last one on Diaz's contract. Uh, and then at the press conference, they completely canceled it because Kevin Holland and Hamza Chimaev got into it backstage. And God only knows those two going at each other. Who knows what could happen? So Dana just called the entire thing off. And then to complicate things further, comes up, comes in, well, seven and a half pounds over the limit, eight and a half pounds over the weight class. And so Diaz said, no bueno, I'm not fighting him. Mm -hmm. So that ended up turning out to be a complete shuffle of the top three fights, which is pretty impressive. They were able to pull it off. I mean, yeah, look, we'll, we'll just talk about originally mm -hmm. Kevin Holland, Daniel Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Tony Ferguson, Lee Jingling, mm -hmm. Nate Diaz, Hamet Jimiev. Yes. What we ended up with... <laughs> we'll shuffle the deck. <laughs> it was like, I mean, it is amazing that they've managed to just work this out. Yeah, a the similar weights and stuff yeah. like that. Because Dana came on and he said, there's no... It's not a surprise we put people on the same cards yes. at the same weights. But for all three fights to switch around like this. So then we ended up Daniel Rodriguez, Jingling, Holland, Jimiev, Diaz, Ferguson. Yes. Which people have wanted to see for a long time, Diaz and Ferguson. Yeah, they're kind of two OGs of the divisions there, so it was it was good to see them finally tee off against each other. And uh, to be honest with you, it was probably a much more fortuitous thing for Diaz because nobody wants to fight Kimaev. And we'll get into that yeah. shortly. But let's just go that Chimaev, seven and a half pounds. Yeah. And they, they not bothered by it. Well, like they, on stage going, eh, I don't care. They told they told him to stop cutting weight. So Do you think that's legit? That that doctor stepped in because it almost seemed like, yeah. Listen, that guy would die to get on the scale, I think. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it was, okay, it's gone too far. The Kamzat 
and uh, Holland controversy, you know, could have made a good fight anyway. Who know, We're never going to know. Yeah. It's never going to come out. So either way, it ended up in a great card. So the, the main card ended up kicking off with Johnny Walker versus Ion Kutalaba. Um, it was good to see Johnny Walker come out and get a good win. Uh, he, he was quite... Um, quite composed and usually he's the wild man crazy and stuff so it was performance good. of the night as well yep a beautiful rear naked choke yeah. and kutalaba is just a savage you know like you're never going to get an easy fight with him so that was good to see him come out um he was very patient when he took the back and and ended up getting the rear naked choke and so that was good to see for him and his team in round one quick yep that was good and then moving on we had uh aldana versus uh macy chiasen um which was really, it was a good fight. Like, it was very, very competitive. Aldana had the first round. Uh, Kiasun was having a great second round. I'm not sure if the kick came in the second or third round. I think it was third round. Yeah. Third round. Yeah. Um, yeah which we'll see now, which is... It's never happened. It, it looked insignificant as well. It didn't look like a typical liver or body kick. Like <laughs> it, it was a surprise to, to Aldana. You can see her there. She, she, honestly, I think she was wondering if she had an illegal kick or something like that, but she drove her liver deep. I'm sorry, <laughs> she drove her heel deep into that liver, and it just absolutely folded Chesson. So it was good to see her up, moving around, and she was fine afterwards, but if any of it, if anyone's taken a liver shot, like there's nothing you can do. You're you a cripple. You see, it, there, see like, it go deep. I mean, it was perfectly placed, and I'm not going to say she meant to hit that, you know, um, she's trying to keep her off her for sure. And she threw it, you know, probably hoping her chin was going to be there. But it was it was beautiful. You, you yeah. can't you can't fault it by any means. And they were both having a good fight up until that point. But hey, that's the name of the game. Yeah. Like you say, she was kind of standing hands on hips, a bit confused, not celebrating. Yeah. Ref knew straight away. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was almost like her arms lifted at the end and she felt a bit guilty because she was like, oh, I didn't really. Yeah. Cool. I didn't mean to do that. But hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway. it was all right. Yeah. Next on the card, Li Jingliang versus Daniel Rodriguez. Awesome yeah. fight. It was a good fight, but I felt this could have gone either way. It definitely could have gone either way. Like I was, it was a split bit, decision. I was a bit surprised to see Rodriguez actually take it. Yeah, it was a split decision, and you could see there was a definite weight difference, definite size difference from from Li Jingliang. Li Jingliang was uh, definitely quite a bit smaller when yeah, they Rodriguez got Rodriguez is huge. He's a big boy. And it was a, a catchweight at 180. Um, but it, it was very technical. Uh, the crowd was booing and stuff like that. And you could hear even the announcer say these guys are, you know, the crowd is spoiled. And, and they, they certainly were. Uh, Li Jingliang, Jing, I can't even get that out. No. Li Jingliang, um, he was goofing around. He, he was having a good time in there. He was very, very comfortable. His, oddly enough, his power looked more significant when he was landing those shots. Um, but, you know, it just it just came down to who did who did better work. Li Leon had some great kicks, but it just came down to Rodriguez landing more shots to his head, I think, and that just swayed the judges. And you know, it was a, it was a good fight overall, but you know, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose. You you are right, and the, like the crowd was booing quite a lot because I mean, this is pretty much the height. Like, yeah, it was just these back are and the forth. fight highlights, back yeah. and forth like that. It's almost like come to be expected of a wild kick. Yeah. Great submission, yeah. whatever it is. But like the levels just gotten so high yeah. that people, you know, they're they're not happy with this type of fight anymore, which is sad. I mean, like for us, like to watch that is it's beautiful. I mean, great recognition of range, great power, people taking risks. It, you know, it could have. I mean, you see him coming forward there. You don't want to see that on a good night. Um, <laughs> but it was great. It was a decent fight all around. But you know, end is the end, isn't it? Yeah. And then uh, and then came the madness. Uh, these two uh, gentlemen that come up next. Well, we talk about booze. <laughs> Mr. Chimev had quite a few. Yeah, he's on he, his way in. He's become the villain. Yeah, 
you know, and I mean, he, he was always a crowd favorite. You know, he was taking fights on short notice right when he got into the UFC. Um, but he has now become the villain, and I think he's embracing that. And yep. it's going to get him nothing but better and better fights as he goes on. And clearly, you know, due to his performance tonight, he was amazing. Yeah. He, he was absolutely amazing. He came out, he shot a very, very quick takedown off the bat. All right. Very, it, very quick. It was, we'll it was straight away. Yeah. Didn't waste any like, time. He, he knew what he wanted to do, and he's gone in, take him down, finish it. Yeah. Sergey, if you can hit play on that, uh, on that highlight, you can see him come out. And I believe this is actually like the full fight. You know, he, he, he comes straight out, shoots right for it. Holland was a little bit complacent. It, credit straight to Holland down. here for, for the scrambles. I mean, he got straight back up. He wasn't getting solid position, but after, uh, after Kamayev sunk in that dar shuck, he just knew he had it. He, he had to play with position several times, and... I mean, Holland's no slouch. Holland's a black belt on the ground. You know, it's yeah. in jiu-jitsu, so... But look at that. It's just, that's the difference between a wrestler... After he gets this figure four locked up right there, though, like, that's going to be very, very difficult to break off of a guy. I mean, you've only got one hand to defend with. You're worried about your carotid arteries getting shut off. He, you can finish this submission like from that. several different positions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's basically... Your you ain't going anywhere. Right? Yeah, it's, like. it's basically your shoulder cutting <laughs> off your carotid artery on one side, and then he readjusts there, gets the figure four locked, and he wraps up the legs there. Yeah, he, he gets his knees in close, yeah. right? He can't, like, when he wraps up the legs there, he, he disallows any ability for any more scrambles, and then Holland just ends up tapping. And Kumayev just, you know, obviously in his post-fight, he just doesn't give a shit. No. But you see, like, his professional wrestling record is something like 23-0, and 0, and, like, that last championship in Russia before, like, the UFC, yeah. never lost a point. No. And then... I think by his, he knows his game, but like his striking, everything else has come along. His, and it, it's, it, that's the one thing everyone sleeps on his striking. Yeah. But I mean, he he knocked out Gerald Mershart with one shot, first yeah. shot of the punch, first shot of the fight. I think in his first two or three UFC fights, he was only hit twice. <laughs> like, how does that work? Yeah. But I mean, that was a masterclass in his wrestling. Once he got hold of him straight away, yeah, you can see the difference. And like the, Holland wasn't able to break him. He's on top of him. He's floating over the top of him. He gets him. He gets yeah. a lock in. He's not letting you go. He was just a step ahead in the scrambles yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, there, there was no stress from Kamaev. He was just oh. rolling through it, having a good time, um, and it just put Holland on the back foot right from the get go. Yeah, but so like, like you say that the little interview at the end of the fight, he does not give a mm-hmm. no. No, like he's calling everyone out. He's saying, "I'll die in this cage." I'm your. I don't think the, he's kidding the, the either. The weight cut. No, he's he's yeah. Yeah, he's just grown up. The real deal. But like you say, that's what people like to see. Yeah. Even if he's a villain, they want to see the next fight. They want to see him in there, and it's going to get him the best fights. It no. will. It will. Playing the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So long overdue. Two essentially retirements from the game. Yeah. If they actually stop fighting two natural born fighters tony ferguson nate diaz ogs mm-hmm. how did you see this going before the fight i saw diaz edging it i, I saw diaz either like it went or diaz winning a decision mm. you know the, the the dangerous part part of tony is that tony tends to bust people up real bad and diaz is quite easy to open up as he's got a lot of scar tissue on his face yeah so he's he's been susceptible to cuts in the past so if tony won i saw it happening by doctor stoppage just cuts to the eyes but they had a great, 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 great fight, which was good to see. You know, Diaz was pretty much ahead. He was goofing around in the cage, taking rests, walking back and yeah. forth, just like playing the mind games. But the cool thing is that these two, they have so much mutual respect for each other. Yeah. But Diaz just has that march forward style. Just you can't really read the power. He's throwing his hands on his hips there, just like taking a little rest. They were you know. busting each other's legs up. It was very Diaz's pretty- shim was lumped up. Like very, Ferguson's was bloody and open. Yeah, uh, there was one one kick checked by Diaz early on, which opened up that cut, and there you can see, basically, 
So did you just rewind that back so we can see that finish just there? It looked like um, Diaz was starting to really, really get the better of the striking. And uh, Ferguson kept turning his back. And then Diaz would follow up with a couple shots. And uh, it looked like Ferguson just kind of, not a panic shot, but a bit of a sloppy shot. Left his head in a little bit. And if you leave your head in on a guy like Nate Diaz, who's, you know, got a Caesar Gracie black belt, you're going to get choked. And he knew as soon as he had that in, you knew he had that choke finished. So I think, like you say, round round three was a bit of a turning point where Diaz's strikes were happening. Yeah. Ferguson was just getting backed up a little bit, trying to escape against the fence. But the first takedown, the first time they went down... He got that in straight away, didn't he? And he knew. Ferguson was doing very, very well, landing a lot of low kicks on Nate, which he's always been susceptible to. Uh, Connor exposed that quite badly. He's got a very, very wide stance. Mm. It's that lead leg, and it just gets chewed up. And a lot of guys will give up, or your leg will give up, but you're just not going to get Nate Diaz to give up. <laughs> like, it's just not going to happen, especially in his last fight in the UFC. Yeah, He's not he's not going down yeah. like that. He doesn't want to look over at you know Dana White and lose his last fight because he got kicked in the leg. Yeah. And it was good that he put on that bit of a show. Like you say, he was showboating a little bit, standing in his corner, yeah. having a little walk uh, around. I'm, I'm happy that he had that he went out on a win. And yeah. uh, like you said, he's going to go away. He didn't really elude to exactly what he's going to go for. You know, he's got this real fight promotions thing that he started up. So it'll be mm. curious to see what he does there. Um, curious to see what he does for the younger guys in the sport, bringing them up, pushing them through the promotion, giving them the proper guidance. But he gave credit to, you know, Dana and the UFC yeah. for giving the guys a good platform. So it was nice to see. Yeah. So all in all... A pretty good main card after the, the reshuffle and the uh, the almost farce of the 48 hours before. But yeah. well done. UFC turned it out and great night. Yep. So next up, UFC 280. Yep. Now we're excited for this. We are. October 23rd in Abu Dhabi. Because in the it's UAE. next door for us. Yes, just down the road. So that'll be interesting. The The main card of that is absolutely stacked. To kick off the main card, you've got Caitlin Chukagian versus um, Manon Fiore. So that should be a good fight to start off. Then you've got Benil Dariush versus Mateusz Garmorant. Mm-hmm. Um, also a great fight. And then the top three are just absolute bangers. Like you're not even going to want to go get any popcorn. you got <laughs> Peter Jan versus Sean O'Malley. Those two gentlemen do not like each other whatsoever. Yeah. And both put on a great show. Um, O'Malley's obviously just downright hilarious. So that'll make for an interesting fight week. Then you have Aljamain Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw. Those two gentlemen absolutely hate each other. Uh, I believe that is a Bantamweight world title fight. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see because TJ technically never lost his belt. You know, he was he violated some PED stuff for uh, EPO. Um, so that was taken away from him. So he's worked his way back. Now he's got a, a title shot against Aljamain. And Aljamain's absolutely on fire. So that's going to be yeah. very interesting. And then you have the big one. Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. And we'll see. I mean, there's there's been so much talk about Makachev and how good he is and how dominant his grappling is. You know, the next big Khabib coming up and all of that. But then you put a guy like Charles Oliveira in there who's definitely, he's just changed his entire career and his entire demeanor when he's fighting. He had his daughter and it just changed him. Mm. I mean, he was always known for this grappling attack and this and that. And when he punched Justin Gaethje, Justin Gaethje got hit and he said it felt like he'd licked a battery. (laughs) Like if his entire body went into shock, like the, the man's just changed into an absolute killer. So that's uh, that fight's going to be amazing, and there's there's this bit of confidence that these guys get when they have a belt. It's not just a normal fight anymore. Yeah. This guy truly thinks and knows that he is the baddest man on the planet. So Makachev's really going to have to go to work on him. Yeah. So it's going to be very very interesting, and we're very excited to see it on October twenty third here. Awesome, right, Carl? Thank you very much, thank everyone you. tuning in. Thanks for listening in to UFC two seven nine review. We will be back on well, the fight night's the twenty second, so most likely. 
the 23rd of October with the UFC 280 review. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, anything down in the comments, get in touch with us. Thanks for tuning in. Always a pleasure. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.